I'm looking at, you know, ease of, I, I'm so busy, dude. I ain't got time. I ain't got time, which am, <laughs> I got time for this. Um, you know that. I got time for this shit. That black lady on that, you, that, that clip that yes, went viral. I yeah. I, I think I met her uh, while we were working <laughs> over the weekend, which I'll explain. So uh, she sounded just like her. She's from Mississippi. Nobody got time for this. So Mississippi. All right. Here we go. My nose hurts. It must be all the cocaine I'm doing. Yeah, she probably uh, stopped snorting. It's hard, man. I'm hooked. Yes. Start smoking crack. I might give that a shot. It's easier on the old nose. Or I could just inject shit into a vein in my nose. I mean, you hurt. could do that. I don't know how you feel about needles, but. I've been. I have to give blood like every six weeks, so needles are nothing anymore. Not give blood, get blood tests for, you know, post-cancer shit. So they're always monitoring my blood. I should do, like, plasma and stuff. My wife gives plasma. You know what that is? Do you guys do that out by you? Yeah, you got to do, like, the little, little, they take your blood and they do the little centrifuge thing. Yeah, and they send your blood back to you. Yeah. Yeah, and then they pay you for it. Yeah. It's like my wife's part-time job. (laughs) She's helping people and making money. Hey. All right. Maybe I'll do that. I know it's like a hundred bucks a week or one hundred fifty bucks a week. That's not too bad. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, you can buy a few tools with that's, that. That's how I'll buy the laser. There you go. <laughs> and you're helping people out. Yeah, but mainly the laser. Right. Laser. <laughs> I did five. All right. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. How you doing? It's really hot, man. Brandon lives in a furnace. Sweating like a pedophile when Chris Hansen walks out. Oh! (laughs) So, Brandon doesn't have air conditioning. Because God cools his house off with wind. Yes, usually from the ocean. Except now. No. Because it's like 105 degrees outside. It's global warming. That's not a thing. <laughs> wow, 105, huh? Uh, yeah, 105 today. And you know what? Let's just for shits and gigs, let's see what the current temperature is. Current time and temp brought to you by absolutely nobody. Oh, it's down to 85 outside. Oh, hey, it's cooling off. 8.30 p.m. What's your, um, you guys don't have humidity though, right? Not really. Let's see here. Humidity, 22%. No, that's not bad at all. No. So if you get any type of breeze, you know. It's usually pretty good. That's yeah. the thing. Is we got to get the breeze. It's been pretty stagnant. And then tomorrow we're looking at a balmy 105. Wow. Again. Yeah, it's going to suck. When we get 105, it's usually 80% humidity or higher. I think you guys actually get 105. Maybe it feels like. No, we've had. Not in a while, but we've had it. But, yeah, it's been a while. Our, we've been in the mid-90s with high humidity, and that's regular. August, you know, late July. Yeah, Midwest doesn't doesn't hit usually triple digits very often. No. Especially the northern part. Northern part of the Midwest, so the mid-northern west, north-midwest. The north. The north. So how they say it in the city out here, north. Well, you betcha. South. Wow, it's been a while. Episode it's 51. A, yeah. 
I'm Mike Morazzo. That's Brandon Silvera. Is it though? It is episode 51. Oh, all right. We go back and forth with names of our shows. We used to name them by things that happened during the show. And we started going into sports numbered players' names. So today you brought up Randy Johnson. Aziz Al Shair. That's that's who's number fifty one for the forty nine. That doesn't carry here when you got Mike Single or uh, Dick Butkus and Randy yeah, Johnson. That's okay. So yeah, he's a, a linebacker as well. He's not a Hall of Famer though. He probably will never be one. So yeah, he, we can't mention him. But he's right. good. He's good. He's serviceable. You guys, I, I'm not falling into this trap again. Just so everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> No trap. This is a trap by Brandon. September 11th. I've been waiting for you to bring it up because, man, I would love some not trap. You're not trapping me. September 11th is the Bears home opener against the 49ers. And the dumb old me would have said, hey, we're going to bet. But I lost two bets to Brandon last year, which cost me. I don't even know how much money I spent on those two bets. And I'm not doing that again. So, <laughs> see, your learning has occurred. See, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Hey, you fool, fool me once, shame on you. Right. You fool, fool me twice. We, we, you can't, can't get fooled that. again. Yeah. <laughs> so President Bush. Yeah. 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 Lovely. Uh, Damn it. So I'm looking for. Oh, am I even off that day? Let's see. Because I don't know. Well, I, know I am you because don't know. I'm off on Sundays. Oh yeah, of course I'm working. I, I got to get off this fucking shit. So I should refrain from. Yeah, don't text me. Celebratory. Well, I'll be sleeping. Um, what I might do because I have to work that whole weekend is. I might just get up early at like three. I think the game's at noon. But if I get up at three and I've recorded it, I can watch it in two and a half hours with no commercials before I go to work. It's a one o'clock game for you because it starts at ten. We here. don't do one o'clock games. Oh, that's right. You're only two hours. Yeah. We yeah. Noon. Yeah, it's the noon game. All right. I'll have to um, do what I just said if I can get up early, depending on our Saturday night, which has been fucked and crazy lately. So I wish I could sleep for like five hours, but I just can't do that. I did on this past Friday sleep for less than that when we got off shift at 7 in the morning and had to be back at one fifty in the afternoon for fucking training. Seems unsafe. You know what's even dumber, other than sleeping for like three hours and driving back to work to train for eight, is when you get to work not feeling well and wanting to do anything, and then I texted you pictures, but we had a vehicle stolen from our town, which was recovered at a funeral for a gangbanger, and uh, the people saw the cops watching them and bolted out of the car and left it there. Smart decision. So... That, that city towed it back to our department, so we were on break from training, and then I came out from being on break, and my buddy goes, hey, did uh, Lieutenant tell you? I'm like, what? Yeah, we have to process a car. I'm like, what? It's like 90 degrees outside. I'm not feeling at all well. We got to do what? Yeah, we got to process a car. I'm like, God damn it. Anyways, yeah. we'll get to that. Ah, man. <laughs> so I missed training. I said to my buddy Vince, it was him and I that were processing it, and we started processing it at like four, and we had to train till ten. I go, all right, we got six hours. <laughs> I'm not going back to training. 
Let's make this thing last. He's like, this, this is going to take exactly six hours. Exactly right. Or five hours and 55 minutes so we can get out of here on time. And yeah. it, and it did. So, <laughs> so we've, you and I, I don't know if we usually talk more or at least text more than we have in the past three weeks. So I feel like I don't even know you anymore. Yeah. You're, you've, you've been very distant. I miss you. That's now you're getting weird. I want to cuddle with you. That's also odd. And no, squeezing no, a plastic bottle right next to a microphone does wonders for the audio listeners. Yeah, I know. I usually <laughs> kill my mic, but again, tired. So uh, I know what happened during the week for you. Well, one of it at least, one night for you. Why don't you start us yeah, off well, with your fun, your record-setting yeah. night. So possibly. We don't. It's uh, unconfirmed. I'm thinking if we call Guinness... You might it's, just get the record. The route, the route still has to be driven by a supervisor so we can get the official count. Now, was it up 101 or on the other side of the no. water? This, on the other this, side? this dipshit went the most inconvenient route to the big city. So, uh, I, you know, Mike usually gets on here and talks about, like, hey, I was in a car chase. And like he drives for like three blocks and then they either lose it or the supervisor is like, no, no, we're not. Nope. Let her, let her go. Well, the last one, we went all the way into the city. That's true. The last one. And then some guy tried to hang himself while no one was in town. Yeah. In our cell. That's not a crime. No. (laughs) It's not a crime to kill yourself. But you beat me. I did. I went for a road trip. So let me set the scene for this, this fella. So we get a call. Well, it's still daylight out. Now, for those of you who don't know, I now work a swing shift. That means I start in the daytime and end at the nighttime. So while the sun is still out, we go to this guy's home, and he's a chronic problem. He's legitimately off his rocker insane, and his family's trying to get him help. And he was originally on a psychiatric hold where they were supposed to hold him for two weeks. They didn't hold him for two weeks. They held him for 72 hours and then said, be free. So, so we get a call. He's threatening his neighbor. I guess as we're pulling onto a street, he jumps over the backyard fence and goes for a jog because, you know, you got to get the cardio in. So we go and we find out that he has a felony warrant out of uh, my home county, which I thought was funny. So we know that if we find him, he's got a felony warrant and there's some other, you know, neighborly bullshit. So we leave. Apparently what this guy did is he went over to the east side of the city where his neighbor, one of his neighbors that he has issues with is a pastor at a church. He walks into the church with a shovel, brandishes the shovel and says that he is going to kill said pastor tonight. But uh, question me. Answer. Okay, okay. Yes, you right there in the front. Um, so, raises a shovel, and he says he's going to kill the pastor. But was the shovel uh, an image meant to display that he would be digging a grave for the pastor, or did he mean he was going to kill the pastor with said shovel? I That I don't know, because I wasn't there for that one. This happened in a completely different part of the city. Remember, I work big city. This is a whole different radio channel. Oh, okay. This not in the same city. 
in the same city. Oh, okay. Just different. So channels. my city okay. has eight right. different channels that we use. Okay. Way too many. So then he leaves. Copper show up, take the report. And now he goes down to another part of the city, the southern part of the city, where his niece works and gets into some verbal altercation with her. Uh, his niece, by the way, is a teenager. So uh, they call the police and he leaves naturally. They take the report for the criminal threats and he comes back to his house where he proceeds to get into another verbal altercation with a neighbor who then calls 911 and then he leaves before we get there. You guys aren't very good at catching him. Continue. He's he's quick, man. He knows that. Like when the 911 call goes, he's like, I should leave. Yeah. So we get there and we're talking to her. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And we see this this utility truck that we believe he's in because it's no it's no longer parked in front of the house like it was when we were there during the daytime. So we see a utility truck pull onto the street and we go, hmm, I wonder if that's the guy. So I send one of our guys up to go check. And he gives me a call. He goes, yeah, I think that was the guy because uh, he bolted out of here. I'm like, okay, well, at this time, we don't know about the other two incidences. Incidents? Incidents? Incidents. 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 I'm trying to think of just fun ways to make it plural. Anyways. Anywho, uh, he then goes to his niece's house, which happens to be about a mile away from us, still in our district, still in on our channel. Generates now one call. Oh, my God, he's here. He's here. He's going to kill me. So, boom, bunch of us bolt over there. Gone. They're like, but now the plot thickens. They say, hey, his wife's in the car. I think she's in there against her will. Hmm. All right. Was she waving got, frantically at people? Or no, she, she just, just can't open the door. With, with her head down and was like, like petrified. Maybe she was they, just embarrassed. She's like, oh, God. Putting her head over, God, hand over her fucking head. guy. And just, I can't, come on, guy. Yeah. Is his name it's Guy his, by the time? Okay. No, no. That's, I'm going to come up with some weird random name. Right. And uh, and he bolts. So now we get the helicopter involved. Like, all right, no, this this asshole, because now we've been made aware of all the other things. I'm like, okay, this guy's running amok. He is a uh, current ongoing threat to public safety. So got the helicopter looking for him. And then another call comes in, in the southern part of the city of a hit and run with a big white Ford utility truck. We're like, wow. What are the odds? I mean, what are the odds? So I'm, I look up, up on the map real quick, and I'm on one of the major uh, north-south expressways, and it's about four miles directly south of me. So I flip a Yui and... Flip a bitch. <laughs> yes. Um, the, the technical term was yes, I flipped a bitch and took off like a bat out of hell. And I'm getting there, and we're trying to get the guys from the other channel onto our channel, but they're stupid and don't do that. And he pulls into the parking lot of a bar, and our helicopter's going, hey, hold back, hold back, let him get out of the car, because if you guys pull into the parking lot now, he's going to leave. And they weren't on our channel yet. So you couldn't so hear pulled. that. So I could hear it. Oh. But the other guys who were in that district. They could not couldn't. hear that. Okay. And our helicopter was like, no, 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 no. And he's leaving. Okay. 
So pulls onto the freeway. I'm still flying down there. I get onto the freeway. I'm about a quarter mile out when they finally catch up to the guy. And I see the lights come on <laughs> in front of me. And the helicopter just goes, and uh, he's, running. he's running, not stopping. He's not driving crazy. He's uh, following all the rules of the road. Oh, and uh, He's just not slow speed pursuit. Yeah. It's like, and we are, yeah, we're going to. And then one of the sergeants said the magical words of like, yep, yeah, we're well within policy. We're going to keep following this guy. Nice. Did you have a long eye? No, no. I was uh, number four in the stick. Nice. And uh, then uh, for all the rest of you coppers listening, don't do dumb shit like some of our young officers are doing. Uh, if you're in a pursuit and uh, if you're driving code three to things, you know, with your lights and your sirens going, don't pass other cars that are also responding in the same manner because um, you have uh, adic- adequacy issues. Adequacy? Yeah. You feel maybe inadequate at oh, times, and okay, you see. feel the need to do some stupid shit. You're just like uh, penis measuring. Yeah, okay. yeah, like just pulling out their tiny micro dicks. Yeah, and going, well, I'm working with this, so I have to do something. I have to be up front. I have to be like right up in his tailpipe. So, anyways, I'll digress. Uh, one of my buddies goes and gets a hold of the son who then calls the mom. She's like, I want out and he won't let me out. Wow. Okay. So now you know for oh, sure shit. she's just so not embarrassed with her head down. She we just have doesn't want to be in there. Confirmed kidnapping, false imprisonment, and all this stuff. And then he decides to go over, um, it's like Highway 92, over these hills. And uh, one of the, the downhill portion is called the Devil's Slide. Of course it is. Are you supposed yeah, to be going slow that's... down the devil's slide? Yeah, yeah, you are. Okay. I don't think he did though, right? No, I mean, not as slow as he should have been. Like, it was to the point where 35 miles an hour felt like 97. And uh, my butthole puckered a few times. <laughs> I'm trying to bring that up on the um, computer. Right? Not butthole pucker, but the devil's yeah. slide. Um, and at one point... My car radio, because we have a, a really cool channel that like will help us connect. It's like a long-range channel. Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, my radio in the car turned red oh, out and of then went... Battery? And then went... <clears throat> and that means that it's out of range. Yeah, yeah. So we have no communications now while we're going through the devil's slide. This is beautiful. I'm looking it up on... Um... It's... I'm sure it was Online. it's beautiful during the daytime, but in the middle of the night, it is it's quite scary terrifying. scary as shit, because on one it's side, I... it's just a drop-off down to the ocean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one wrong move, and you're dead. Wow. Not hurt, not seriously injured. No, no, you're dead. 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 You're dead. dead. Probably 100%. dead. 100%. Zero chance of survival. This is amazing. Yeah. So uh, we went through that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So a, a, a list of stayed some of the on the cities. road, apparently. Yes, he did. Okay. I mean, that was I was actually somewhat impressed. Uh, at one point, he got spike stripped. Oh, not on the devil slide uh, though, because that would no, definitely no, not cause that. Would, death. That would just be that would be unsafe. That would be the dead slide. Yeah, yeah. So then CHP did the uh, did what they do best and did uh, some spike strips. Okay. And then I think they wrote a ticket. Of course. Because you know, it's what they do. Right. Uh, but got three out of the four tires. He wow. at some point is riding on rims. 
Which is always and, fun to see the sparks flying. From yeah, there. it was. And there were a few times during this pursuit that, um, like, there was some jumbling around because, you know, our younger officers were doing some stupid shit before the devil slide and then after that. Okay. Um, to where I was no longer, like, three or four in the stick and was, like, somewhere around seven. Now you're just sitting back, cruising, following, waiting to see the, the end result. Yeah, so I basically just shut down. I was like, I'll follow this at a normal right speed and be there in case, like, he foot fails or this turns into, like, an officer-involved incident. Yeah. And uh, then uh, one of the, the sergeants that works my channel uh, broke my heart. Terminate. Because I went all the way to San Francisco, and he goes, hey, if you're behind me, and I know what car number he has, he goes, hey, if anyone behind me, I'm like number five in the stick. If you're behind me, turn around, pull off and go back to the city. And there was a brief moment where I started to speed up to right, get to in pass front of him. him. <laughs> And then he and I made eye contact, and I understood that I should probably go back to the city. Oh, he's not like my <laughs> boss when we just try and see who can come out to first. We don't. We have a competition yeah. to see who gets there first. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. so I almost terminated myself a couple different times, but then every time I turned a corner, I'm like, I see the truck. Right. I see the suspect car. Like, I'm not going to pull myself out of this if I have line of sight to the guy. And then he told me to go back to the city, and I Aww. sent him a text. I go, you're a dick. Nice. Did, then you went on a little road trip and took pictures? I didn't. Okay. Uh, some of the guys that were there, because I was starting to get uh, very low on gas. Okay. Because why fill <laughs> your squad up before the shift? I did. Oh, Jesus. This was like a 50 to 60 mile pursuit, dude. <laughs> yeah, but so you had been on shift for a while when it happened? This was at the end of the shift. Oh, yeah. That's why you're low on gas. Yeah. Okay. So, and it was already a busy day. So <laughs> that's a good way to end the day. Yeah, it was. Did and you have to do any paper on the, that? No. Right? The best part about it, right. no paper for <laughs> there me. There you go. That was the best part. Like other guys, like I feel bad for the rookie because he took the, uh, he took the main report. Yeah. And he's like sitting in the report writing room afterwards. And I went to go check in with his FTO just to say, Hey, um, and I went, all right, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> they both just looked at me like, man, like one, you got to be in the pursuit. You got to go all the way up to the big city and you don't have to write Jack. Yeah. Shit. That's a good, that's a good night. Like okay. that's the way to do it. That's, that is, that's, that's what we call a pro move. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was fun. That was the first authorized pursuit I've been in. Oh, excellent. Where I was the driver. I've been in two other ones as an FTO, just sitting there, arms crossed, all mad. I want, I want to be driving this. I want to drive. And then, uh, but yeah, this is the first one I got to be in. Just me. Fun. That was fun. And this guy's going to go to jail for a very long time. How did, from did what it I've end heard, in a crash, he, or did he just pull over? So, <laughs> so he. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, the city of San Francisco is very hilly. Lots of ups and downs. So he started going up a hill. Well, he's only got one tire with. Tread uh, rubber on it, yeah, <laughs> and it just stopped. The car stopped, and he, he couldn't go anymore. <laughs> so he got out and just laid on the ground. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so that was no weapons. Was, like, okay, I guess I'm dead. No, no did weapons. Come out with a shovel. No, okay. no. However, I did get to walk through his house when we first got there to to uh, look for the guy. Yeah, how'd you He's, get in? The his family let us in. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah, no, you can go look for him. 
uh, he's been remodeling their house and it's absolutely gorgeous. He's got some serious skills. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a, you know, big hole in the wall. Nope. Okay. Beautiful house. Wow. That's the really sad thing is I guess they were just this normal average everyday, uh, middle-class family. And then something happened earlier this year and he absolutely lost his mind and it's been deteriorating ever since. That's sad. So it really is. And you want to know the really funny thing about this whole ordeal? Could have been prevented. Eight o'clock that morning, he was contacted by officers for following his former employer, saying that he owed him money and harassing him. So had those officers run his name. Oh, they would have seen the warrant. They would have seen the warrant and he would have been in jail. Maybe on his way back to a different. Nope, he would have been. No, he stopped for him. Oh, okay. So could have all been avoided. Well, who likes running people? This creates more work. <laughs> Out of county warrant. Here's the report. I assisted this county in the apprehension of so-and-so. Contacted him on a call. Ran his a records check revealed a felony warrant out of this county. I transported him to jail. End of report. Yes, yeah, so you. We transport him to our place, and then sometimes we have to transport him to the other county. It just creates. Oh, see, that sucks. No, in yeah. California, you, you go get your own guy. Yeah. If you hold the warrant, you go get the guy. That would be nice. Doesn't always work that way here. Otherwise, you as the the place that holds the warrant, then you pay if uh, oh. you don't go get them in the three days. Okay, it's pretty cool. That's so that cool. was uh, that's the really one fun and exciting thing. Otherwise, it's just been a lot of the usual types of calls. Um, went to a robbery, armed robbery. Oh. I found surveillance video of the guy going to and from the place. Still don't have a car for him though. So we're working on that. Oh, and then maybe okay. helping on a search warrant on Wednesday. Oh, that's where cool. we're going to get a guy with a gun. Okay. Nice. So that's, that's all fun and games. That's my big fun event for the week. I, I'm looking at my list, you know, because I write down stuff that happens. And I've got shit. Pick from the good me. one. Pick the one good one. The clock's ticking. Well, I get one. How about <laughs> two? One's short. I only had one. I. How about... Okay. So uh, was it this show or the pre-show where I spoke about processing the car? Yes. That was this show, not the pre-show? I don't know. Okay, anyways. We do them back to back. We, <laughs> so I'll, I'll just tell you what we found. So my boss, who wanted us to process the car, just felt that there were going to be guns in there because they were at this funeral. So the city where they were at in the funeral has the license plate readers on it, mm-hmm. on their squads. So the shitbags see that there's a squad looking at them. The guy hadn't run the plate yet, but this was for a gang banger's, banger's funeral, so there were tons of police there. So they, they get stuck in traffic in a line, and uh, they even had the funeral sticker on the window. <laughs> so they're, they're in the funeral with a stolen car. They see a squad. <laughs> they just jump out, four male blacks, and they just take off. So then a cop goes, hmm, runs the plate, comes back stolen by us. So they contact us, and they contact the tow. So they sit on the car while they're waiting for the tow truck to get there, which means for people that don't know that's sitting on the car, they're in their squad watching the car. And in the meantime, three other carloads of gangbangers are circling, and they're trying to get to the car, and they run all those 28s, and they all, license plate 1028, they all come back stolen. So they're trying to bait the squad to chase them so someone can, another car can go back and retrieve what's inside the car, but they don't 
bite. They just let those guys with the three cars, stolen cars, just keep driving around because they don't have enough manpower to go after all of them. Hook the car, comes by us, and then we open it up, and there's um, in a backpack in the back was some type of, like, machine gun thing. I showed you it's a Scorpion, CV Scorpion 3 Plus, whatever the fuck that is. Had a 32-round clip that was loaded. And then a Glock that had the... Um, a 32-round what? Magazine. Yeah. Loaded magazine. You, clip. You called it a clip. Yeah. It is not a clip. Some it's of us old people call them clips. And then... Uh, well, then you would be wrong. <laughs> two Glock 27s. One of them had the sear on it. On the Yeah, it had the auto. It had the, the it, Glock switch. Yeah, make it fully auto, fully auto. And that had an extended mag and then another Glock. So my boss was right about there being something in the car. But uh, anyways... Uh, the fun call we had, and I was pissed because I was we were we ran our ass off over the weekend, and it was Saturday night where we had a call of uh, a loud noise complaint. Oh no, sorry, Sunday night, and I was busy down on a, on a paper. So my boss decided that he would take the noise complaint call with another officer. And they get there. The woman's saying, they're knocks on the door, apartment building upstairs is where all the noise is coming from. Lady below calls and says, I don't know what they're doing up there. I sent you the screenshot, I think, of our of the call. Um, she's worried about the dog. I don't know if I texted it the other day to you. Um, she's worried about the dog. There's all kinds of noise in the building, lots of pounding going on. And we get uh, the sergeant goes there, knocks on the door, talks to her. And she says that she's worried about this dog and there's all kinds of pounding going on. I just sent it now just in case it didn't come through before. So my sergeant goes up to the door and knocks on the door and the guy opens the door, but he opens it maybe four inches wide, maybe five. And my boss can see that the guy is naked. So the guy just opens it enough so he could see his, his face and, you know, half of his body. And uh, my boss is like, I need... We got a call complaint. There's a lot of noise up going going on up here, and uh, wondering if you guys are okay. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're fine." Can I mind if I put some pants on? <laughs> My boss is like, "No, no, go Please. ahead. Please put some pants on." <laughs> so he goes and puts pants on. And he comes back to the door, and uh, my boss says, uh, "So, who all is in there with you?" And he says, "I have two friends with me." And he says, "Okay, uh, we need to." Make sure that they're okay. Can you bring them to the door? And he said, well, they don't have any clothes on. And he's like, all right, well, can you ask them to put <laughs> so some... So then he looked at me and he goes, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you ask them to put some clothes on? And he said, sure, yeah. So totally compliant, you know. So he yells to the girls, two girls, hey, the officer wants to make sure you're okay. Can you put some clothes on? And like, we're We're fine. We're not putting any clothes on. So Nick, can, my boss, can Odd. hear it. And uh, he says, no, they're, they don't want to put any clothes on. And he's like, my boss goes, well, I got to see them, physically see them, so make sure they, you know, they're okay, they don't have a knife sticking out of their back or whatever. And he goes, all right, come on in. So he steps aside, and my boss goes nice. in. Second officer stays out in the hallway. And uh, mind you, this is supposed to be my call. And uh, he goes up to the bedroom and he's like you okay in there she's like yeah i'm fine come on in he's like okay she like pushes the door open 
and they're on the bed, all sprawled out, completely. Com- Four posts handcuffed. Completely <laughs> spread naked. Spread eagle. Completely naked, spread eagle. A 10. He said a 10. No. A 10. No. 9.8, he said. No. 9.8. It's, it's never blonde. in the history of naked people calls. I it know. It's never the naked person you want to see. Exactly. No. This is the one. <laughs> this was the one. And then the other girl goes, she's just got a T-shirt on with no panties or nothing, and she's jumping up and down. I'm fine. I'm fine. And they're like, we're fine. This completely. No, you're describing a porn. I've seen <laughs> that know. one. Yeah. You, no. And I said to my boss, so you're the fake police officer? And then you took off your clothes. And then, so he, he said, Mike, I swear to God, not, we're used to seeing hillbillies with the boobs that you're tripping on because they're hanging so low, you know, the fat ones, all that stuff. He said, this is the best looking woman he's ever seen in his life. And then she was naked on top of it. So you think, he says to the guy, can you, good for you. <laughs> You just turned around, high fived him. Can you, nice. Can you keep it down? Just keep it down. Okay, no problem. Look, I, I don't blame you, but you right. know, I want to see what that people. I want to see what that other guy looks like first of all. Tech, not his body, but his face to see if how he's bagging these chicks. So I don't boss, think it has anything to do with his face. He might be a horse. Maybe. Boss leaves. It has to be twenty minutes later, and we get a call back there and the patrolman who was the backup with my sergeant he gets assigned the call because i'm still busy and uh, he's like show me code three he's like <laughs> he doesn't want to go over there again but so did he not see the people the first time well he no he didn't did he see them hear about it the, oh yeah he heard about it but he doesn't want to then I, I i fail to believe. i know i have some i have some questions he needs to answer yeah so he calls the complainant and he says to her why are you calling us again? She's like, I'm still hearing noises coming from that apartment. What are they doing? And he said, they're doing adult stuff. And she goes, well, what does that mean? He goes, they're having an orgy. And then he typed it out that way on our blotter, which the chief reads. I love it. <laughs> I know. And he went back a third time. And my boss went back the third time. And he's meeting with the guy outside, <laughs> and then or with the complainant outside, and then the chick with the T-shirt on, she ended up running over to, like, a store or a gas station next door. And she comes. Gatorade, Pedialyte. Yeah. She had to replenish. She came back and she had dropped her debit card or whatever. So he had to go up to the apartment and make sure it was her. And then, you know, get another look, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I missed out on that call. So that was, I got all kinds of other crazy shit that happened, but that was the one I'll talk about today. Oh, I had a moment of uh, being a clairvoyant. What's that? Last week. You knew what was going to happen. I might be psychic. So there was a call of, I guess they went, there was a report of a burglary uh, at a storage facility and, or no, 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 it wasn't that it was, there was such, there was a, a horrible smell emanating from a storage container. Oh, like a dead body. Like people got there and like, Oh shit, somebody's dead. Dead body. So they're, so they're able to narrow it down to a couple of lockers, had to use a cadaver dog, dog hits basically on two different lockers. They get consent for one, open it up, look in there. It's not this one, so it's got to be the other one. Couldn't get consent for that, so they authored a search warrant. And um, when they went in there, we were told all about this like at, in briefing, and I was walking out with an old-timer, and he goes, what do you think's in there? He goes, do you think it's a dead body? I goes, no, I don't think it's a dead body. He goes, what do you think it is? I, go, I think it's a bunch of... I go, I really hope it's somebody that is like Fish. hoarding 
poop. Oh, like, because, like, why? come on. Who does that? But, I don't know, because it's the most stupid, random, grossest shit I could think of. And um, I'll send you the snapshot of the uh, cat entry where they say uh, we searched the storage container. It's full of poop. Come on. <laughs> I swear. Like it was, was it, it was poop in jars poop. or they in just like shoveled containers. poop in there? They I, poop. I don't, and I don't know. It I there. wasn't there. I don't know anybody that was there. Oh, but it says it's full of poop. Maybe there were bodies and under the poop. I don't care. I just I love that I was right. <laughs> All right, just send me that dispo. All right, from poop to police that were killed in the line of duty or died while on watch. We just swing a hammer here. It goes from one direction to another. We are the pendulum. Pendulum of craziness. We're going to pick up um, from the last day that we recorded on August 7th, and I don't know if we spoke about this officer, but we're going to, if it's two times, then it's two times. Yeah, just name and cause. Name and cause. And then if anybody would like to look up further, I apologize uh, that we've gotten so far behind that we can't describe the details of the on-duty situation, but you can always go to odmp.org and then you look up the uh, current year honor roll. So on Sunday, August 7th, 2022, the El Paso County Sheriff's Office in Colorado, Deputy Sheriff Andrew Peary cause of death was gunfire. Washington County Sheriff's Office in Pennsylvania. End of watch Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. Corporal Chad M. Beatty. Cause of death was a heart attack. The Wake County Sheriff's Office in North Carolina. On Thursday, August 11th, 2022, Deputy Sheriff Ned P. Bird, cause of death was gunfire. Miami-Dade Police Department in Florida, Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, Police Officer Cesar Echi Echeverri, cause of death was gunfire. Osage County Sheriff's Office in Oklahoma, End of watch Friday, August 19th, 2022, was Captain William Riley Hargraves. He passed away in an automobile crash. Special Agent Jose Antonio Perez of the Florida Department of Law Enforcement in Florida. End of watch Saturday, August 20th, 2022. He died in an automobile crash. Police Officer Ivan Mauricio Lopez from the Mount Vernon Police Department in Alabama. End of watch, Monday, August 22nd, 2022. He also died in an automobile crash. From the Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office in Oklahoma, Sergeant Robert Blaine Schwarz. End of watch, Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Cause was gunfire. From the Tennessee Highway Patrol in Tennessee, Sergeant Harold Lee Russell II. 
End of watch was Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022, from an aircraft accident. Detective Matthew Walker Blansett of the Marion County Sheriff's Department in Tennessee. End of watch. Same day, Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Same incident, aircraft accident. And from the Pima County Constable's Office in Arizona, Constable Deborah Martinez Gerbay. End of watch was Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Cause was gunfire. Now, Brandon has some canines that we lost. So, Canine Max from the Lake Wales Police Department in Florida. Uh, his end of watch was Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. Uh, cause was gunfire. Then, from the Niceville Police Department in Florida, Canine Blue. His end of watch was Sunday, August 7th, 2022. His cause of death was an automobile crash. Canine Haynes from the Kern County Sheriff's Office in California. His end of watch was Thursday, August 18th, 2022. And his cause of death was heat stroke. And Canine Axel from the Charleston Police Department in West Virginia. His end of watch was Saturday, August 27th, 2022. His cause of death was gunfire. <sighs> All right. A lot of dogs. Yeah, more than uh, normal. Yeah. I'll be reading up on those when we're done. This is actually the first time I've looked at the page since our last recording last month. So I want to read about those, see if I can learn anything from it. Uh, it's funny, not funny, it's ironic how I'm reading these dates, right? August is a big month for us. Uh, 30th wedding anniversary was August 22nd, and you know, two officers died that day. My wife's birthday is August 18th, and an officer died that day. And a dog. And a dog. And my son's birthday is August 25th. And, you know, a dog. And, a, I mean, an officer died on that day. So yeah, I'm out there celebrating life, obviously. And uh, this is happening all around us every day almost, it seems, nowadays. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to talk about my vacation quickly when we're done with uh, what you got going on in your house and your shop and yeah. fun stuff like that. So before I get into that stuff, I, I, I wanted to take a quick moment or two quick moments. Uh, first one, I know about a year ago, exactly a year ago on August 26th, when uh, the evacuation of Afghanistan was being handled as, about as poorly as it, anything's ever been handled. Um, I talked a lot about an organization called Save Our Allies. Um, one, they still need help. If you can help, saveourallies.org donate what you can they also produced a documentary it is up on amazon prime for free uh it's called send me it's about an hour long and i think everybody should watch it it's that important and it should enrage you to the point that um 
people that are in the highest levels of government should be imprisoned for their handling of the situation. I'm but, about to look it up right now. But yeah, if you have an hour, it's a great, um, it's a great documentary. Uh, it will probably make you cry to hear the stories of desperation that were witnessed and uh, violence that was witnessed without the ability to respond in kind. Mm. So if you have an hour, uh, watch it, please. So second thing, October is coming up. So October is typically the uh, breast cancer awareness where every company turns their logo pink and, you know, the NFL Orange. does their, their pink oh, stuff. I'm sorry. And, I'm thinking and, Halloween. And everybody feels really good about themselves. So uh, what I did last year was I did a run, very limited run, of hats with the pink patch on it. And we donated a portion of the proceeds uh, to breast cancer research, uh, early detection, screening, all that stuff. This year, we're going to start it much sooner. So this episode goes up Wednesdays. So Wednesday, if you go to my Etsy shop, there will be a pink collection. Uh, Great thing about finding Printful is I can do all this stuff and I don't have to fulfill it. I don't have to really rely on a bunch of other people to get stuff done for me. I'm in the process of designing a bunch of uh, pink hats, pink t-shirts, logos where the, the line across Full House is pink. And we are going to donate $5 from every sale to breast cancer research, early detection, prevention, screening, all that stuff. We're going to find um, an organization that really goes above and beyond. And at the end of October, we're going to make one lump sum donation. Um, if it's if I see that it's mainly from people in the woodworking community, that's what I'm going to do. The name under is just the Instagram woodworking community. So... Um, chances are everybody knows somebody that's been affected by breast cancer. Um, my stepmom is a breast cancer survivor. So it's one of those things that kind of hits home and I like to be able to do that every, every October. So we're going to start it this Wednesday. Um, I hope to have everything designed and fully listed on, on Etsy and organized, but everything should be up there. Cool. Uh, every year, uh- well, you started it, but I wanted to do um, pink logo shirts and stuff like that too. I, I'm thinking at some point when I don't have a home remodeling project going on, which I'm currently in the <laughs> middle of, and a shop remodeling project and a water heater fixing um, and orders, that I'll have time to do stuff like that. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the cool things when Morgan redid my logo is she sent me one that has the pink line through it. So Awesome. Uh, when that fundraiser goes live, the logo will change and it'll be up until the end of October. And then, uh, cool. Then we'll, we'll make a post with how much we were able to actually donate. And if it's only five bucks then it's only five bucks, but it's five bucks it's, more than you would have had. Yeah. So that's the, the two things I wanted to get out there before we All jump right. into anything else. Cool. So like I mentioned earlier, I bought a scroll saw. Yeah, you, you mentioned that in the pre-show, I think, right? So if yeah. anybody didn't listen to the pre-show, you bought a Shame buck, you. buck Tools. Buck Tool. They got some cool stuff. Off. They do. So Radek uses I got a that. lot of Buck Tools. Who's that? Radek. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love the thing. I've only been using it for like a week or so and it's fun, man. Just, I got the little foot pedal thing. So I just stand on that and it freaking goes. And when I need to stop or stand, uh, depends how I'm feeling. Okay. Like a long job, sit, short job, stand. So, and then sometimes it's just not comfortable to be sitting and doing all this. I'll stand up and kind of like that. It kind of depends on how, how like into it I am. Yeah. So it, but it's been fun. I've been doing, um, so I wanted to do something for me because it seems like I primarily build for other people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I still have yet to do anything for myself. Um, so I wanted, I was kind of thinking, I saw something with like a, a sports logo on it. I was like, that's pretty cool. You know, it'd be really cool. It'd be like a home plate with the Giants logo on it. Like, that'd be dope. So I saw, um, I saw real on Instagram where a guy that does all this really cool artwork, um, he posted something saying like, I don't have like a CNC or, you know, all these other kind of fancy things or a laser to, you know, cut it out for me. He goes, I use a jigsaw with a scroll blade. I'm like, holy shit, I got a scroll blade for my jigsaw. Screw it. I'm going to give it a go. So I cut out a giant's logo with my jigsaw and it took forever. <laughs> um, and my hand hurt afterwards from squeezing the trigger. And yeah, like you don't have a lock it. button on it. No. Okay. No, I have a lock button to keep it from <laughs> from being accidentally hit. But oh, it wouldn't okay, like lock it in. Yeah, I have one. Well, mine's thirty years old, but you lock it on and just. Yeah, I think okay. my old Black and Decker one had that. They used to have those. I don't know why they don't put them on the new ones. Yeah, probably it's something with safety. A bunch of pansies. <laughs> yeah. um, remember, kids, safety third. Safety or third. Or sometimes. So Mike Mike Rose says safety third. So did that. And then, uh, cause I had a bunch of MDF left over from the kitchen. I was like, well, I need to use this. So I was doing that. And I, before I went to go paint, I'm like, this stuff is just going to absolutely drink the paint. So no, you have to seal it with oil. Yeah. So primer. I went and, so I went and got Zinsert. some primer. Uh, I, th- I think I got kills. Okay. And then I have some of the Rust-Oleum, uh, primer stuff and it's fantastic. Um, uh, so primed it and then painted a, the home plate. Uh, well, once I was done priming, because I used the white primer, I was looking at it and I kind of put the, I had the logo already painted. Yeah, so you put it so on I top. Kinda put it on top and I'm like, do I want the white home plate? And then kind of looked at it for a minute. I'm like, no, nah, I want the black one. So spray painted it all black, then put that on there. They're super glue or use CA glue on there. Got it all locked down, posted a picture of it and instantly had two people go, hey, could you do a, a Giants one with a white home plate? And then like an old lieutenant's like, hey, dude, could you do a Dodger one? I said, well, you're going to pay double. Yeah. A Dodger fan. Yeah. And I've been I wanting buddy, to make those. I had a buddy um, that I work with who's a big Dodger fan. He goes, hey, man, um, Dodger Dodger home plate. So I made, Excellent. I've got two Dodger ones that I made, a giant, another Giants one that I made. And then my aunt... Uh, is a big Cincinnati Reds fan, so I just finished. Actually, my son helped me glue on the uh, Cincinnati logo uh, today. Actually, cool. so I have to get those three packaged up and sent out. Um, and now it looks like I'm going to be doing a retirement gift for uh, my old FTO sergeant, who's now the FTO program admin sergeant, okay. and assigned for one of my old FTOs for the current uh, high school that he coaches football for. Very cool. So lots of things that are starting to happen. And I got to do a flag for a retirement gift for one, another one of my old FTOs. 
Excellent. He's going to put in his uh, home gym that he already has a blue line flag that I made him. Okay. So now he's going to do one that has uh, blue, red, yellow, the white with the red for the EMS people. Okay. And then like green, uh, all of them, basically Gold. all all of the white. Yeah, will be colored. Stripes will be a color, and then we're going to do some cricket lettering to okay. um, like kind of annotate which one is which. Yeah. Excellent. Which will be cool. So Very lots cool. of fun stuff that are ha- that's happening. And I think, I think that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, as far I as done. the woodworking uh, stuff goes for me. Oh, and I'm going to sell my jointer. Yes. And how much are you asking for it? One, $200. Anybody in? I'm going to ask for 200 Central If you're in the California, California area, if you're willing to drive, I mean, wherever, you can come get it. <laughs> I just don't use it. I, there's so many different jointing jigs out there. And then if I'm buying hardwood, I typically buy it from forest to home and it comes S4S. So I don't really need the jointer. So, and it's just taking up space and I could use that space, um, to get another laser. So yeah, if you're in the, uh, central California, if you're, especially if you're along the central coast, uh, DM me at full house woodworking, I make you a good deal on a Rikon spiral head, uh, eight inch bench top joiner. That's an eight inch. Oh, I'm sorry, six inch. Okay, six inch. Yeah. Nice. I too am selling my six inch when bench, bench top jointer with cart. Uh, so anybody in the Illinois You're not area, giving me a cart. Well, I don't. I got to get the cart out of my shop. I'm either going to take it apart and burn the wood, or give it to the person who buys the jointer. Yeah. So uh, you buy the jointer, you get the cart for free. Yeah. That's so what I said in my my ads. Not, I'm selling it because my new jointer came in. Oh man! You have all these diff- you have all these different little sound effects at your disposal. I don't have that one. <laughs> you don't have like an applause or like a. Oh yeah, I got the clapping, but they or... laugh at the laugh at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So Yay. I was so excited uh, my, when my jointer came in. I watched a bunch of videos on how to put it together. Mine's already together. Wow. <laughs> which kind of sucks because now I have to take it apart to bring it downstairs. And then I went back and forth with my best friend, Bill, about maybe I'll turn my garage into a shop. What would that entail? Way <laughs> too much money and time. A lot. It, it would entail a lot. Yeah. So I uh, moved my big-ass assembly table, ran it parallel to the table saw, so now I have a four-foot outfeed table, unfortunately, not six-and-a-half anymore. But I guess it's okay. Moved everything up four feet, and I think I can put the jointer under my uh, wood rack. And the door is on the right of it, so I can, you know, long feet in from outside the shop if I have to. Mm-hmm. And I think it would go under the table saw then when it comes to the outside. Or I can just, it's got wheels, so I can just pull it out a little bit if I want to. And that's going to allow me not to have to expand my shop, like I was telling you earlier. So, uh, that's one big thing that came in. You know, you have buyer's remorse for like a day. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, man, that was a lot of money. Yeah. We were in uh, South Haven, Michigan on our anniversary slash birthday uh, trip, which, by the way, amazing place, South Haven, Michigan. They say Michigan seems like an odd place to vacation. Right on the lake. It was, dude, I'm going to send you a couple of the pictures that I, I took. These are like postcard material pictures 
And uh, I actually want to get some of them framed because we went on a boat ride at night on the lake watching the sunset over the, the water. It was stupid, beautiful. Um, so anyways, the jointer's here. I'm so excited. But I ordered it when I was in Michigan through Taco Tools. They had uh, the, the jointer's price is the same no matter where you go. So if you order it from Laguna or... Uh, that place in California that everybody buys stuff from, Macbeth Hardwoods. Oh, okay. Um, any of those places, Laguna sets the price. It's like twenty five ninety nine. They raise the price. I got the one point three quarter horsepower single phase uh, quad tech, so it's got the multi tech head, right? Sheer tech head. So all the little knives, not just three knives, but uh, I'm so pumped. But like Rockler, you can order it. It's $200 shipping, um, whatever the other places are. It's all like $200 shipping. So I found Taco Tools online, and it said, ships for free. And I'm like, what? How is that possible? So I, uh, I called <laughs> Quick, them up. Quick, order before you figure it out. Right. <laughs> I sent an email, and they were close. I didn't get a response. I, I sent the email before I went on vacation. And then um, I decided to call when I was in Michigan. I was hoping to get it. I was gonna. I was on vacation for like eleven days or twelve days, so I wanted to get it home while I was before I started going back to work. And it turns out I spoke to a woman. She said, "I'll have George call you." I'm like, "All right, whoever George is, I'm on the beach." Okay, George calls me. He's like, "I heard you want a jointer." I'm like, "Yeah, how much is you know? I need it delivered inside my garage. I don't, you know, I, I need a truck that's got a lift gate that can drop it off and wheel it into the garage." She's like, "All right." Um, so that's not free, but we'll figure it out. I'm like, okay. So I texted with this guy, George, for like three days. He got the order done, he charged me $40 for delivery, 40 bucks to have it delivered inside my garage. Um, I took the crating and stuff off and I posted that, but now I actually have to take the table off and I have to take off, um, the fence first and then the control unit. And then the table, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to crate the table, just make a small crate with two-by-fours or something, stand it up on a dolly, strap it, and just dolly it down the stairs. And then uh, that'll be fine. I found a video on YouTube, and the guy had to build his, and he has a basement shop, so I asked him. I messaged him and said, uh, how'd you get it in your basement? And he said it was carried down by by two guys who delivered the machine. I'm like, oh, well... (laughs) Okay, I thought he had a trick. Yeah, the trick is having two guys that aren't you and some friend carry it, just carry it down. But he did tell me not to lift it by the too far out on the tables because you can knock it out of whack. So closer to center as possible. So, and Chad from um, Rescued Woods, he he has a video of him putting his together where they had to use a three and a half ton floor jack to like jack it up as high as possible and then pick Eesh. it up and put it on the table. So there'll be a, a lot of manipulation to get it and to get it set up. But I it hope sounds to, like a giant pain in the ass. I hope to do it next weekend that I'm off, which is in two weeks. So, uh, got that going on. And then I sold two bottle openers on Etsy. One of them is the E seven rank for the Marines, which I showed you on the pre-show. If no one saw it before, this is the bottle opener. It's screwed up because it's shorter than it's supposed to be, and I put the keyholes upside down, and then the lettering went through the keyhole. So I'm, I reached out to the customer and said, listen, I've made two of these, not to my standards. Can I have an extra week to ship it? And uh, 
they were very nice and said, I don't need it till October, take your time. So I got that going, and today I sold a Wonder Woman bottle opener on Etsy, so I got to make that. And I'm making a promotional flag for the podcast and my woodworking business, and it's for Sheriff Wayne Ivey of Brevard County, Florida, who coined the phrase, evil can never be dead enough. So the flag already has that on it. That's one stripe with a quote. I got his name below it in gold lettering. I was going to engrave hashtag mag dump on one of the small stripes, but I don't know if that's because that was on a shirt I bought from the sheriff's department. If you had the uh, your laser hooked up, you could engrave that on the back. Yeah, I could. I could flip over um, one of the stripes and engrave it with the CNC as well. Laser would be quicker. Yeah, it would be cool. Too bad I don't I might have to, I've got time, right? This isn't an order. This is me promoting the show and my woodworking. So I can just run the laser outside after I get it all set up and do that. So I might just do that. Uh, Oh, and then I bought Rockler makes these massive clamping things. Yeah, panel clamps. Yeah. So I bought three because I belong to like the Rockler Professional Club or something. So you get a discount. So um, I bought three. One came and the spring was broke. So I, I b- called them out on Instagram and I sent an email. And the Instagram people messaged me right away and said, send it back. We'll send you another one. They sip- shipped one out. And with like three days, a new one came. I just returned shipped theirs. It was amazing. So Rockler, give them a shout out. I want to use them for the first time to glue up this flag. I don't know how it's going to work because I was using calls and the bar clamps, and it was a big setup. This seems to just throw these things on the table and put them on, I think, and we'll see how that goes. Um, so I got that going. I resurfaced my assembly table, so now it's a blue line flag. I have this very flag that I've put outside. It's just black with a blue stripe in it, you know, and people are like, what's that mean? I don't know what this flag is. They're used to seeing the American flag with a blue line on it, not just the black flag with the blue line. So I also put my logo on it, which is pretty cool. And I've already scraped off one of the letters because I did the lettering in with my uh, cricket. <laughs> and I can't, had I used epoxy, it'd be fine. But now I scraped one of the letters off. Um, and then uh, I finished three engraved police stars for a client. So I got to get them to him. We're going to have breakfast soon. And I'll two lieutenant, uh, two deputy chief stars and a chief star. So that's a return customer. I did the five foot flag for them. I did two flags for the deputy chiefs that he's getting me. He wanted me to do these badges for, for another department. And the last thing is, uh, I now have a Brunt coupon from Brunt for their apparel wear or their boots. So if anybody wants $10 off, which might cover shipping, I don't know. Uh, the coupon code is MWW10. So feel free to use that Brunt coupon code MWW10 for 10 bucks off. And the surf prep thing is up and running. I think the coupon code is bookem. If you want a discount or a, if you want to buy a surf prep equipment and, you know, throw some bones my way. I emailed Hannah to see if it was up and running yet. And I'm waiting for a response, but that was going to be the coupon code bookem, you know, for the podcast. Are you a Hawaii five guy? If it's for the podcast, wouldn't it be throwing something our way? Uh, yeah, as soon as our way gets money back into my pocket, then I, you know, you know what I mean? I got to pay for all the stuff that I bought. All the equipment on your own? and the software. Well, 
Yeah, it was, <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't talk about none of that. If one of your followers wants to buy something from Surf Prep and they say, I'm Brandon's follower, then, yeah, we'll throw something your way. Okay. I'm not betting. You're charging a, an appearance fee. Okay. <laughs> you should. 25 bucks. Okay. Oh, five bucks an episode, I think. Appearance fee, by the way, is um, I've done nothing towards the podcast in the last few weeks because we've been so busy. So I'm going to book Matt Voltner and Kamani for um, for guests. So I gotta, I'll get on that this week. Um, I think that's all I got. I got a lot of shit to do tonight, and one of them's tearing down a wall for this damn water heater. So I'm gonna get to that. I want to. I came up with a bunch of signs and stuff I want to make. So I was watching Jojo Rabbit the other night, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It happened to be, now it's on Amazon Prime. It was on HBO Max, and now it's on Amazon Prime. And you know HBO Max took off all the Harry Potter movies. Are they on Peacock now though, or something? Right? Oh, that's where they're at. I think. That I just. Sucks. I was watching Peacock. I want to get Peacock. We have it because it's on Xfinity, but. My I, last night I installed a 4K Amazon Fire Stick that I just bought and replaced my other one because my boss has one and he subscribes to a TV service through it, and um, we call it the ISIS network. <laughs> or actually, he was using the ISIS network and now he's using the Taliban network. Um, you've you get I'll send you the link. I don't know if you have cable or if you're streaming stuff. But I want to get rid of my cable, and this is called First Class IPTV, and you hmm. pay uh, a small fee monthly. If it's for one television, uh, the fee is like $11 a month, I think. I'm on the website now. Uh, let me see. I'll go to pricing just to tell you real quick. So one month for two devices, 15 bucks a month. You stream it through the Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, up to five devices, that's $28 a month. So I think we have five TVs, two kids, bedroom, main living room, shop. I'm going to try and do it. Do this. Um, you, you jailbreak your Fire Stick, <laughs> and then you pay for this, and you get, um, you get all major USA channels, Premium movie channels, kids channels, 500 USA local channels, pay-per-view events, NFL Sunday ticket, Major Hmm. League Baseball pass, MLB pass, NHL center ice, NBA league pass, over 524-7 channels, music channels, and six other countries including Canada, Caribbean, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Spanish, and the UK. So It's not bad. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. He said the user interface is very friendly. They also have picture-in-picture. So he's loving it. So I thought I would try that, and I give that a shout-out to anybody else that's interested. That's what I'm going to be doing down here. So I set up the 4K Fire Stick last night. I can already tell the streaming is better. than. I also had to upgrade my router while we were gone. I had a six-year-old router, and I was having issues with the Internet. I think that's what the problem was with Squadcast. So I'd like to record next week on Squadcast because I want to see. I got the brand new 6S router, whatever the f it is, and everything's been much much faster. I was at 
300 uh, megabytes a second. With the old router, I'm up to 900. That is significantly faster. It might be three times faster. I don't know. I'm not a, math I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a mathematician, but that might be true. So, all right, I'll let you get out of here. Um, what are you going to do to cool off? Sit outside? I mean, you're in the house. I'm going to go drink beer and sit in front of my portable AC. Ah, okay, good. And that's in your bedroom or the living room? That's in the, we have one in the bedroom and one in the living room, but okay. the living room is all opened up, so it oh, pretty fine. much never shuts off. Okay, <laughs> right, it's just big open space. Yeah. All right, well, I hope uh, you have a cool evening. Are we recording next Monday, what is today? Sunday, are we recording next Monday night? Uh, On the 12th? 12th? Monday night football. Probably. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think I have anything going on. There's nothing in the calendar. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so I guess that's it. Yeah, do we have any, we don't have any questions? <laughs> David. Actually, David, come on. David might have sent a question, but it's been so long since I checked. Uh, I don't know. If you give me... 12 seconds, I will go over to the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast at gmail.com to see if we have a question. And I see... That's where you can send all of your audio questions or just type them out, or you can type them out in a DM to Mike over at Maraza Woodworking or me at Full House Woodworking or even to the show at Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast. I do have something. Because David sent a... Congrats on number 50. Now, I haven't listened to this. So we're going to do it live. Live reaction, live on air. For us. So, ish. Ish. So I'm going to make sure my phone is connected. It is It is connected, and I'm going to push this, and we'll see what, what happens here. Okay. This attachment's been downloaded already. I just got to find it. <laughs> it says re-download. So while you give everyone the... Um, Places that they can reach us while I find the download. I already did that. All of them? You did all of them? They did. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, here we go. And we'll just sit in silence while Mike I don't know what this is. grapples with What's technology. Let's see what this is. What's going on, guys? They from 516. What works? Congratulations on making it to episode 50. Big milestone. Question this week for you guys. What is your plans now that you hit 50? Where are you going to go from here? What else are you going to do? What are you going to try to incorporate moving forward, trying to get to the big 100? Look forward to hearing you guys' answer. Stay safe in the shop and on the street. Awesome. So we've made it to 51. One, one further than the question. Uh, if you look at all the pre-shows, we're at like 78 or something like that. Uh, we just, you know, it's been really hard this last month. And one thing that uh, I'm happy about is this is a chance for me to get to see and talk to Brandon. One thing I'm sad about is we don't have normal jobs. So unlike other podcasts that know that every Monday they're recording, we don't have that luxury. Uh, vacations, shift changes, work, all throws wrenches into our schedules. So uh, we 
appreciate your following along and, and your patience, right? Because sometimes it's been three weeks now since we've had an episode because of work schedules, vacations, and anniversaries and all that other shit that just happens to get in the way. And uh, I'd like to do another 50. I hope Brandon wants to do another 50 minus an appearance fee. But uh, I want to book more people, more guests, and uh, that's one of my plans. How about you, Brandon? I just kind of keep showing up. No, I, I I enjoy our talks. Um, however, I mean this this does become a time suck for us. I mean, typically, right when we record, what we you typically will do an Instagram live. We usually start at eight o'clock Pacific time. I mean, shit. By the time we're done recording, it's usually eleven. So I miss out on. I'm just. I mean, speaking selfishly, right? I miss out on. You know, bedtime with my kids. I only get bedtime with them three days a week. Right. Uh, when we record, I get two days. So I miss out on a whole bedtime thing with them. I miss out on time with my wife because she's usually passed out by the time we're done. So it's, I mean, to a degree, yes, we get something out of it just by being able to talk about some of the things that we go through and work things out by putting it out into the universe versus internalizing it. But at the same time, like, we don't get, well, I mean, I get stuff. <laughs> I don't get anything. Uh, you got two sanders and a vacuum. But that's got nothing to do with the podcast. No. Well. Well, it it, it doesn't doubt. You kind of tied it into your YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, for the most part, we don't get anything out of this. This no. doesn't put this doesn't put money in my pocket. It actually costs me money. It puts money in your pocket. No, it just costs um, me money. No, it costs both of us money because we both have to get, uh, you know, the equipment to run this stuff. Um, and it costs money because we're not making things in our small business. So that's, you know, three, four hours a week that we're doing this versus stuff that we could be doing in the shop, which not only helps our mental health, but. Well, yeah, this puts is a, a, puts a little bit of uh money in our pocket this is so. a, a stress thing for me because i have to then after we're done for two or three hours or four hours i gotta spend as many hours editing a video portion and an audio portion and scheduling those stuff so this is like a full week thing for me literally it takes me four days or so to do this and then edit the audio then edit the video then post the audio then post the video and all that kind of stuff i would like to get it to 100 and sometimes i just wish it would you know i and I would like it to grow. If, if we have more people um, that listen or more people that know about it, then uh, maybe it turns into something where we can get bigger guests and more prominent people in the woodworking community or in law enforcement because I'd like to have some chiefs on and talk about stuff like that. But I don't know what the interest is from the listeners if they want to hear from police chiefs on how tough it is to have an officer that's shot in the line of duty and stuff like that. That's stuff I've wanted to you know, go over with. Um, well, I can tell you if the interest from chiefs is not there because I've reached out to several. Yeah. I Even just, ones that owe me favors. <laughs> and they're like, no, hell no. <laughs> you told them they don't have to talk about what department they're on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see, David. No, they, um, they know. I even offered them to do like the whole like dateline. You can be in the dark. Yeah. Just <laughs> black screen. And they're like, no, dude. We can give them the Bane give voice. Them, yeah, no, the the whole and and I'll tell you the reason and I've even talked to 
uh, officers in other departments throughout throughout this country. Um, that's a lot of it. Uh, people don't know is at least I don't even think Mike does this. I've reached out to hundreds of officers. Um, I almost got Mike the cop. We were close to getting Mike the cop because he has a woodworking uh, CNC business with his son. So I thought that would be cool to have him on, but he is way too busy. Um, he and I have had some pretty good conversations. Uh, I'm still working on, what was it? Uh, oh, shit. I feel really bad because they're both really good people. Uh, Dispatcher Kristen and Aram Chow. They have a podcast. I forget the name of it. Um, but they're both like SoCal. Okay. Uh, Kristen, she's a dispatcher. Um, Aram's a sergeant. Um, they're awesome people, but they're busy schedules just like us. Um, there's a lot of people in law enforcement don't want to come on because of how politicized everything is. And now, I mean, in all honesty, I'm walking a very fine line with my department's um, social media policies. So it's a lot of people don't want to take the risk of saying the wrong thing or an edit not being right or something being misinterpreted and then they're being civilly sued or harassed and I don't blame them. So, so maybe we'll get to 52. Maybe we won't. I think 52 will happen. All right. I don't think about the numbers. I just, you know, if we as do long it. as it's, as long as it's enjoyable, I think we'll keep doing it when it stops, when it becomes more of a stress than it is enjoyable, release, then, yeah. then we'll probably just, turn it into Mike and I having private phone calls and <laughs> and vacations and and having fun that way and speaking not of, worrying about editing and listing things and all this other stuff that goes along with it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it until it becomes too much work. We'll keep doing it, David. You know. So I th- I think we do have to have David on though as a guest. And Marty from Red Lake Woodshop. Well, we have to have David on first. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's a super fan. Marty's almost like he's getting there. He's pretty close. Well, how many questions has he sent in? I don't count. None that match David's. <laughs> well, I, David's at like, let's see, we're at episode 51. So he's at like, what, like 48 questions? Probably, yes. <laughs> so, and we so, appreciate so Martin, David because I think people are afraid to actually send in questions or record themselves for whatever reason. You can send them in anonymously, people. Yeah. Troy has sent a few in on YouTube. And Kim said she's your wife has to be very proud of you from the fart that you ripped. That was she <laughs> laughed so hard. We we both um it was a good 5 minutes of being doubled over. Okay. Yeah. Uh so when you sent me that you told me to go listen to it. Yeah. Um, I had just gotten home. My mother-in-law was staying over. She was sleeping on the couch for some reason because she didn't want to sleep in the spare room on an air mattress. She'd rather sleep on the okay. t- 10-year-old couch. Um, and I listened to it, and I laughed so hard I woke her up. <laughs> Did she <laughs> come like in to see what you were laughing 3 at? 3 o'clock in the morning. She's, she's like, are you, is everything okay? Oh, <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I go back to bed, Sherry. I'll show you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll be on YouTube forever. So even if we only yes. do 60 episodes, it is what it you is. You can always listen to me rip ass. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thanks, David. We really appreciate the question as always. Um, I don't know what's going on with my screen, but Brandon, just second picture just appeared up there. So I'm going to get rid of that. There we go. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. So I can even hear the music. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for following. And uh, be safe in the shop and on the streets. Peace. Go, Go buy some pink stuff. Pink. And scene.